Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Dare to be Human. We're going to be introducing you to a whole new set of humans here on the Dare to be Human podcast. This episode, I have Michael Burns here. He is going to be sharing a story about sort of naming the obvious and uh, finding a moment of, of humor and connection in an otherwise embarrassing moment. So uh, please take a listen, and we hope that you will enjoy the rest of Season 2. Hey, Michael. Hello, Alex. Oh, getting down Ooh, in the radio yeah. voice. Here's where <laughs> Uh, so welcome. We're here to talk to you a little bit about what Dare to Be Human means to you and uh, for you to share with us your Dare to Be Human story. Yeah, great. So when uh, when we started the podcast or when we landed on the, the name Dare to Be Human, what uh, what did that bring up for you? What did Dare to Be Human mean? Um, sailing. <laughs> sailing? Sailing. Yeah. Sailing over the ocean blue. Okay. Yeah. I, I used to have a little uh, compact 16. You're supposed to be able to cruise, which means sleep on the boat. You can't. Not if you're our size, but no. <laughs> I, 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 around about 1999, 2000, I was trying to haul that boat out of Musabek Reach in down East Maine, wonderful place to sail if you're a neophyte because it's safe in a way. And uh, I got the boat to the dock okay, and there are lobstermen waiting to, like, get in. You know, this is not a place where you fart around, right? And uh, I pulled up to the dock, and I couldn't get the mast down. It, it's the kind of boat you put on a trailer. I just couldn't do it. It wouldn't cooperate so i pulled the boat up onto the trailer with the mast up which is very unconventional pulled the trailer up out into the parking lot and there are all these lobstermen in a little knot like across the parking lot just so studiously not watching (laughs) right just like who is this idiot don't let him know you're watching him that's the main way right we don't Mm want to make him feel bad but boy he's from away and he doesn't know what he's doing so i uh I knew that something had to be done. This was important. So I walked over and I said, hey, fellas, uh, who do I contact about raising the telephone wires? <laughs> and that just led to about 15 minutes of guffaws and thigh slapping and requoting. And uh, you're a nice fella for someone from away. You're not bad at all. And helping me with the mast and the whole thing. So it's just like, to me, that's being human. Just name it. I'm an idiot. I'm not from here. You know I'm an idiot. Let's call it. Totally broke the so ice. So wh- why why do you think that they weren't? Because in my mind, this story was going to turn into like them yelling at you, like, "Oh, hey there, ch- uh, you know, son, what are you doing there? You need the hand." But they they were more oh, engaged no, no, and no, not no, engaging with you. No, because uh, down east, you don't. If you see somebody you know on the road, you're driving your pickup truck, you raise your index finger about two inches as you drive by them. To give them a little, you know. That's a wave. I saw I saw you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they're from away, you don't do that. And away is anybody who's more than 10 miles away right. when they're born. I knew a 90-year-old woman who was born 30 miles away from the town I was in, and she was from away even mm-hmm. though she'd lived there for 60-some-odd years. And here you were just naming that you were from away. Just after, yeah, because I was one of those summer idiots that just messes everything up. So how often do you feel like you do that in your day-to-day life? Every single day. There's a version of the mast every day, and there's the need to just say the obvious thing. You know? Sometimes it's take credit. Sometimes it's the uh, opposite, right? Mm -hmm. But say, say the thing that's real in this moment. Tune in for more, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.